Welcome back to Stand with Kelly and Nikki Chivaka. You're here today with Bill O'Reilly, who's written in this amazing new book, Killing the Witches. It's surging on Amazon. Congratulations, Bill. So we want to talk about this book. It's a fascinating glimpse into what we all know as the Salem Witch Trials, this time in the Puritan journey in Massachusetts. And they went overboard in their quest to get rid of evil. But this is your 13th book in the Killing series. And for those who haven't read or purchased the books, it includes things like Killing Jesus, Killing Lincoln, Killing Kennedy, a really great series of books. I wanted to ask you, though, what inspired you to write this book in particular? Okay, so uh, by the way, you can get all 13 Killing books on BillOReilly.com for Christmas. Um, it's a good deal. And if you really want to know about the world and your country, it's a good investment. And if you don't, you got 13 separate Christmas gifts to give away. <laughs> so you win both ways. So I could write about anything. Um, the Killing series, a best-selling nonfiction book series in the world. Um, nobody's ever sold more books than we have in this category. And uh, I wanted to write a book that was fascinating in a historical sense, but also relevant to today, Kelly. And the witch hunt today is big. Donald Trump uses the word witch hunt every speech hmm. that he feels he's a victim of a witch hunt. All right. I told one of his guys, I said, look, whenever he says witch hunt, could he hold up the book killing the witches? <laughs> that would be great marketing for me yeah. if he could do that. So there is a modern day witch hunt. And it's exactly the same mm. as it was in 1692. So we're not executing people anymore with the rope, because all the witches were hung, hanged, but we're destroying their lives. And here's how it works. Back in Salem, Massachusetts, it was a theocracy. It was run by crazy lunatic ministers not of any faith. They were just Christian ministers. They didn't even celebrate Christmas or Easter. That's how nutty these people were. And the society was based on, you better do what we tell you to do, or you're going to hell. But before we get to hell, we're going to beat the hell out of you. And so <laughs> right. it was a crazy, crazy society. Well, young girls, 12, 11, they started to accuse people of being witches. And these lunatics judges and clerics took it seriously. And all it would take was an accusation. How do you prove you're not a witch? How do you do that? So the girl goes, oh, goody, so-and-so tried to make me sign the devil's book. Guilty. Oh, it is crazy, crazy. Today, any accusation, particularly if you're famous or wealthy, gets on page one. And the press doesn't care whether you did it or not. Mm -hmm. They just want the accusation. And then the people, the folks, are going, well, look what he did. Look what he, she did. Wait a minute. Where's due process in this? That's why I wrote the book. So it takes you from actually the Mayflower, which you guys didn't want to be on, by the way. Everybody <laughs> thinks that was a love boat. That was harrowing getting over here on that. It takes you from that all the way up to the present day about the witch hunt. The mm. witch hunt today is the cancel culture. It's you say something, they'll kill you, and then money. These lawyers advertise on television. Somebody did something to you, you come right to us, and we'll destroy their lives, and we'll get you money. It's a huge industry, and everybody knows it. 
So I link it all together. I make it relevant to today. Killing the Witch's first two months sold 250,000 copies. Wow. And in this day and age, where people are addicted to the cell phones and they, you know, they don't read the books the way they used to, <laughs> right. that's phenomenal. Yeah. It that's is phenomenal. phenomenal. Something else I think you did really good in the, in the book is you explain part of the reason why this culture was so crazy is because they came over in the Mayflower. We paint this... I don't know, maybe I have a first grade picture of it, of having painted or pictured these boats. We, you know, we colored all the boats and we, we dressed up as pilgrims and it was all just joy and happy. But I think you did a really good job explaining it wasn't actually joy and happy. And by the time they got over here, these people were actually pretty traumatized. And well, then that, that, that just was... carries out forward. Our country, uh, the origins of it were so brutal Mm -hmm. People just have no clue about how difficult it was to come here. Uh, nothing here uh, except hostile Native Americans who did not want your presence. Um, and most of the pilgrims, they weren't pilgrims, they weren't called that until 100 years later. Um, so it's my duty as a historian to tell the truth about my country, which I love, and you read Killing the Witches and you go all the way through all the mm -hmm. rest, you'll know more about your country than anybody else. Well, one of the things that's true about history is our stories continue. And I think you do a good job of, of portraying that, that the seeds of our current culture were actually set at the foundation. And we haven't gotten away from that. And so one of the things I'd like you to explain a little bit more about is this, it, this theme you explore in the book of the psychology of fear and the contagious social contagion that is fear that once it this um, this un, ungrounded paranoia set in, it just spread, and you saw it all through Salem so much that it becomes uh, part of history. I love the, how you talk about calling up to the leadership in Salem, and and they're so proud about their Salem witch festivals and everything. And you talk about, do you realize you're glorifying the murder, the ungrounded murder of all these victims? Like, are you really celebrating that? <laughs> just go silent. Yeah. And yeah, and then and how that plays today, and what you see in our um, our contagious fear in society today. What do you link those? I'd like to hear your thoughts on the link between those two. Yeah, so back in Salem in 1692, you had children testifying against their parents. Uh, it was like it was horrible, and but some good came out of it because we would not have freedom of religion now had the Salem witch trials not happened, because Benjamin Franklin, hmm. young teenager in Boston, he got onto this thing, and he was so appalled by it. He, Franklin was a genius, even as a kid. He brought it to the Constitutional Convention, so we can't have religious people running this country. It was a big brawl. Um, uh, Patrick Henry, governor of Virginia, wanted in the Constitution the United States to be defined as a Christian country. And but Franklin and Madison and Jefferson won that fight. And that's why we have freedom of religion now. Today in our society, religion is on the skids. Uh, it's a secular society. And that's not a good thing, in my opinion, because we need to have some moral foundations of right and wrong. Progressive movement, they don't want that. They don't want to prosecute criminals. They don't want any judgments made. Uh, it's frightening what they, hmm. their vision is. I, I'm a person who believes there is a right and wrong, a good and evil. And those people on a side of good have to fight evil. And 
in Salem, they couldn't do it because if you went up against these clerics and judges, then the next day you were accused of being a witch. Mm-hmm. Now we have a bit more protection on that. But still, you go against the media in this country, they're going to come after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. And following up on that, Bill, we've got a couple minutes left with you. And I'm just really curious to hear what's the solution, right? We know one of the solutions is to learn from history if you learn from history you're less bound to repeat it but we can see how leftist culture now is trying to erase or redefine history Mm -hmm. so we don't learn from our mistakes from the past how do we get out of repeating what we're repeating right now in our own functional equivalent of those witch trials in this cancel culture well 2024 election is going to tell the tale Mm -hmm. if the progressives uh gain you can kiss your country goodbye. You know, you guys are in a good place because Alaska is separate, all right? Even though you're uh, affected by the same cultural trends, you're not that close to the madness that centers in Washington, D.C. Americans have got to go to the polls next uh, November, and they don't vote party, but you've got to stop this far-left movement. And Joe Biden is a tool of that movement. He enables that movement. They control him. Yeah. Now, I'm, Trump is Trump, okay? You, you guys make your own decision about Trump. But I'm voting against, all right, the progressive movement and all of this cancel culture, all this woke business. That's what I'm voting against next November because I know how brutal that is, and I want it vanquished. And so all I can tell you is... That's how you fight it at the ballot box. Hmm. Hmm. Well, hopefully we we learn that that lesson because people tend to think, well, they'll go after so-and-so because, you know, they're famous, but they're never going to come after me. And yet more and more we're seeing everyday uh, ordinary Americans getting caught in those those nets. And um, and we write about that in Killing the Witches. We were regular people. Lives are destroyed. One final point. A lot of Alaskans go down to California, you know, do a little bit wetter and stuff like that. If you're a parent in California, a parent, you don't have any rights. Mm-hmm. You have no rights. And people don't know that. They don't know what Sacramento has done, that you can't even raise your own kids. A state will intrude mm-hmm. on, on that. And I mean, if that's what you want, keep voting for Newsom. Keep mm-hmm. voting for Biden. Because that's what they are promoting. Bill, you make a good I really point. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Very nice to talk to you. You um, too. And I, yeah, I you make a good point. All, that all the... of your listen, listeners sorry, and viewers, a very Merry Christmas up in North Pole, Alaska, right? Yeah, that's right. And you make a good point that um, killing the witches and witch trials are really not related to a political party. Um, it doesn't have to be an extreme right or an extreme left, it's really a mindset about control and a contagious and a contagious fear. So thank you so much for being with us. We really sure. appreciate it. Uh, we'll be right back when after this break. There, yeah, go ahead, Bill. Yeah, when I, when I come up there, I'm going to come into the studio with you guys, all right? We would love that. We'd love to have you awesome. up and to do a book promotion tour because I think this, this book is really prescient and it's a foreshadowing of what's to come on a mass level if we don't take a stand Uh, for free speech and courage. So we'll be right back after this break. Thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly, for being with us. Please, everyone, 
check out this book, Killing the Witches. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on BillOReilly.com, along with all the other books in the Killing series. And you're with Kelly and Nikki Chewbacca on stand. Right after this break, we'll be coming back with our next guest. So stand by. Make sure to hit subscribe while we're on break. And we'll be right back in just a minute. Thank you. 